Okay. Ooh, clutch, yeah. So, everybody got juice. Show me. Bread. Bread. What do you got? You got a cracker? Yeah. She had the bread. Oh, sorry. That was funny. I don't know. Oh, it's, 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 it's like yes, brought. What? Okay. So, happy Easter. We haven't got to Easter yet. But the cool thing is. Yeah, not yet. In a couple days. Again. So. On this day, 2,000 years ago, they were taking this meal. Mm. Do you guys understand that? Yeah. They were taking this meal. They were sitting at the table for 26, 13 on one side. Come on. Nope. Not bad. Seriously? That was a good joke. <laughs> like the painting? Yeah, the Last Supper, they're all on one side of the table. You yeah. see the painting? <laughs> they, need, they were like, oh, I want a table for 26. <laughs> I just it wasn't I the delivery was off. <sighs> I, 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 I caught it, but my, my level of uh, awareness right now is like zero. Well, get aware. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, two thousand years ago, this was happening. Okay, Jesus sat all of his disciples sat down at this table, and they took this meal, and he said, "This is my body, and this is my blood." You guys know this? Yeah, this means yes. Cool. I want to take it with you guys tonight. Cool? And then we're going to go through everything that happened up until his resurrection. Okay? So, he gave his body for you. Hey, guys. Jesus is good. He gave his body for you. He died for you. He sacrificed his life for you. Not just the last days. His 30-whatever years... 33? 30-something. 33 years of life he sacrificed for you so that you could inherit what you're going to inherit when you die. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Keep that in your mind as you take this bread as Jesus' body. So thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for sacrificing your body so that I could walk in your fullness. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and eat. Got smaller pieces. Good. Then he said, This is my blood that I'm going to shed for you. This is my blood that I'm going to cleanse you with. This is my blood so that you can have inheritance to the kingdom of heaven. Isn't that cool? Stay with me. Stay with me. This is my blood that I'm going to sacrifice for you. That's what Jesus said over your life. Not just the people who were alive back then, but he had all of you guys in mind. Isn't that cool? So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are, that you are a sacrificing Savior, that you poured out your blood so that I could walk in the fullness of you. Go ahead and take. I'm starting a new tradition as of today. Everybody has to do this. One. Oh, okay. That's fine. Can you say Opa? Opa. Opa.
Nobody got cut, right? And I don't have waivers on file. We're good? Only, only. Cool. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Now. Throw him a chase. Throw him a chase. No, no, no. Throw him a chase. Okay. So. I've got a word for you guys tonight. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Stay with me. I got a word for you guys tonight. Yeah. Actually, like two. I'm going to give you almost two sermons tonight. So, bonus week. <laughs> I told the guys group um, on Tuesday that everybody better wear socks because I'm going to blow them off of you tonight. <laughs> everybody got socks on them? I know. So, what I want to talk about is first... That Jesus died. Hey. That Jesus died. Is this it? Okay. Somebody define the word resurrect for me. It's like Bring something back to its original. Yeah, bring him back. Bring dead back to life. To come alive. To reignite. Yes? To restore. To restore. Nice. Next Should have said that word louder. I didn't know I said it out loud. <laughs> so, um, I want to give my sermon away at the beginning and then talk through it, okay? So, first thing, the resurrection, we're in the sacred series, right? Mm -hmm. So, everything's sacred, and this is one of the most sacred things. This is our last week of the sacred series. The resurrection is sacred because it gives us the ability to walk in life. Yes? I'm sorry, you don't have a, a, a fullness of life without Jesus dying on that cross for you. Do you understand that? Even if you're not walking fully in Christ, you still... <laughs> you still don't have the capacity to walk in the fullness of life. But because Jesus died on that cross, you do. He gives us our breath. He gives us our heartbeat. He gives us everything in our lives so that we can walk in union with Him. Do you understand that tonight? Yeah. Did you know that tonight? Yeah. Even if you're not walking in unison with Christ, He still died for you and resurrected Himself for you. That's pretty dope, yeah? So, you get to walk in life and life abundantly. You don't just have to wallow through life like a little sissy... Sissy. You don't. Because the Lord has called you to a higher place, a higher standard because Jesus. Because <laughs> of Jesus. If you want the right answer for the entire sermon tonight, it's Jesus. If you want the right answer for your entire life, it's Jesus. Everything that has Jesus in it will succeed. It will. You guys understand? This is, I know, this is earth shattering so far. So just hang with me. Do you know that Jesus says, I want to come and dwell in you, and then you will be called the higher things and you get to inherit the kingdom of heaven. Do you understand that? Yeah. Because Jesus died, we get that. Yeah. Awesome. Good news tonight, yes? Okay. 
So to fully understand the resurrection part, we have to fully understand the death part. Okay? So, if I'm talking too fast, interrupt me. Okay? You want to tell a joke? Don't interrupt me. Deal? Yep. Okay. So, to fully understand the resurrection of Jesus, we have to fully understand the death of Jesus. There was a lot of things that were tied to the death of Jesus. First off, a cross on his back that he had to carry to the top of a mountain. Yes? Second off, a crown of thorns that got drilled into his head. Yes? Uh, yeah. He was completely silent as he was getting beat and tortured as he was walking to the top of the hill to his crucifixion. Okay? Uh, he was given sour wine. He yelled at the begin at the sorry at the very end, his last breath. He yelled, "It is finished!" And then he died on a cross, with nails pounded through his hands, through his feet, and stabbed in the side, and stripes on his back. I know. We don't like hearing about this. It's tough for me to swallow because he was on that cross for me. He was on that cross for you. He was on the cross for your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? Mm, yeah. And usually we stop right there on the story, but I want to kind of dive into these concepts a little bit deeper than probably what you've ever been taught before. Okay? First off, why a cross? Why a crown of thorns? Why was it so important that he was silent? Why sour wine? Why did he yell it's finished? And why did he have to die? I don't know about you guys, but Jesus is really sweet to my heart. He's got a special place in my heart. Right? I don't like talking about his death. Especially because I inflicted it. So why a cross? Anybody know? It's what they used to crucify people back then. It was the same thing as an electric chair today. Right? So when you step out of line, you get that done for you. Or done to you. Sorry. Done to you. When you are going against what people, or against popular belief... That's what happened to you. Why the crown of thorns? Anybody know? Exactly. It was complete mockery. Complete mockery. So they gave him a crown of thorns. Ugh. Right? You guys ever mocked the Lord? I have. I have. I got saved when I was 17, so, I mean, there was plenty of mocking time in, in 17 years. I mocked him all the time. Like, oh, cool, some savior you are. You're not getting me out of this situation. Right? Yeah. I pounded that crown of thorns into his skull. I know this is, I know this is heavy. Mocking his authority that he claimed to have. 
silent. Why was it so important that he was silent as he was going and climbing to the top of the mountain? Anybody know? Because he didn't complain. He didn't complain? Okay. I don't know. What didn't have to do with, like, because uh, before he was in the garden and he was, he was asking his father if there was any other way. Okay. But. Not necessarily. Why is it so important that he was silent? Because it was prophesied that a lamb would come. What happens when you kill a lamb? Anybody know? They don't make a noise. They don't make a peep. They don't move. They don't fight. I know firsthand. Yeah. They don't move. Silence. He was called a sacrificial lamb. Wine. Why was he given the wine at the end? This is actually an interesting little thing. Didn't the guard want to put him out of his like, misery? Yeah, close. Close. There was something in this wine to help suppress the agony that he was going through. And Jesus turned that, that wine away. Then there was a second wine that didn't have that in it that he took. Right? This is interesting. Very, very interesting. Finished. What's finished? Why did he yell that? What's finished? Like our separation. Our separation? Okay. What else is finished? Sin. Sin? What else is finished? That's usually where it stops. I'm going to blow your mind right now. What else? Anything that's not of the Lord has no authority over you anymore. Mm -hmm. Do you know that? Hey, anxiety is not of the Lord. Has no authority over you anymore. Right? Sickness. <coughs> has no authority over you anymore. Because it is finished. He yelled that. It is finished. When you yell something, you mean it. Yeah? You ever gotten in a fight with somebody? You yell that? Yeah. You mean that thing. It's the depth of your heart, yes? Even if you feel like, oh man, shouldn't have said that. Maybe the next day, right? Like, oh, right? The depth of his heart. Jesus cried out from the depth of his heart and said, it is finished. Why did he have to die? Why? Just go for it, Bryce. You don't raise your hand. No, it's, it's um, I didn't even see it. Yeah? The um, sacrifice for us. Exactly. What else? Was it like people used to sacrifice animals for their sins? Yep. And he pretty much came down and he was like, for everyone, everything. Yep, he was setting that new covenant into place, right? Did he not die until he felt the weight of everyone's sins on? Tough for me to say. What else? To unify us with the Father. Huh? To unify us with the Father. Okay, what else? So that we can live. Yes, what else? The wages of sin is death. Yes. He took on all of our sin and had to die. When you are sinful, where are you destined to go in Old Covenant terms? 
hell. You guys know that Jesus stole the keys from hell? You guys heard that before? Uh, Maybe this isn't so PC of me to say, but Jesus is pretty badass that he went down to hell, took the keys, and said, I win. Beep, beep. Right? Yeah, I win. He took the keys. He said, yeah, I I know what I've got to do. Why is it so important that he went to hell, took the keys, and then woof, right up to heaven? Because he's got authority over that crap too. He's got authority over the demonic and the enemy. Because he went there and said, no, this isn't that powerful. I can take care of this. What? That's so cool. That's freaking dope. He went to hell for you. So that you wouldn't have to. And he said, this shit's got nothing on me. And I'm going to take the keys, so I'm going to go spend time with the Father on the right hand of His throne. That's good news tonight. He died because He knew, no, I want my people with me up in heaven. I want you all up there. That's what He says. That's what He said. That's what this act signified. He adores you and said, I'm going to go the place nobody wants to go, steal the keys, and then go up. What? Isn't that cool? Isn't that amazing? Don't we have a good Savior? Hey, let's follow Him a little bit more. Hey, let's do it. Right? I could stop here and you guys be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's super good. Yeah, I got more. (laughs) Okay. Hey, somebody needs to turn to Ephesians 4.8. And another somebody needs to turn to 1 Peter 3.18. Quickly. 1 Peter. 1 Peter. What? Ephesians 4.8. What? Everybody listen up. Yeah, listen up. For it says, when he ascended on high, he took captives captive. He gave gifts to people. Yes. Now 1 Peter... 3.18. Read it. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. I asked you, but Let's Christ go. also suffered yeah. once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. Yeah. Isn't that good news? First Peter, yeah. Peter 3.18. Read 19 also. In which he went and proclaimed to be the spirits in prison. Spirits in prison, meaning? Hell. Read 20. Because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through water. He gave us access again. Not only just to commune with the Father, but to walk in the eternal. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Cool. But guys, Jesus died. He was buried. He died. And this is after He healed people after he spoke divine truth over people, after he washed feet, after he shared communion with them, and had thousands and thousands of followers, and then he gets pinned to a tree and died. He was crucified. Why is it important to us? If Jesus didn't die, we wouldn't have access to heaven. Right? Jesus didn't die, we would still be sacrificing perfect lambs. If Jesus didn't die, we wouldn't be here. 
You wouldn't be in my house right now. We wouldn't be celebrating and worship. We wouldn't be doing it. But the story doesn't end there. Jesus came back from the dead. It's good news, yeah. yeah. It's really good news. Really, really good news. What does resurrection mean again? Bring back to life, to come alive, to reignite, to restore. So by Jesus dying and raising from the dead, he claimed victory. Victory. Victory over what? Victory over everything. (laughs) He has authority over all things. He has reign over death and things not of the Lord. He wins. Game, set, and match. Therefore, we win. Thank you. Why? Because of Galatians 2.20. If somebody would read it to us. Galatians 2.20? Galatians 2.20. And 21. Okay. I, I love this verse. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. Pause. I have been. Keep going. Uh, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. (laughs) Keep going. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for righteousness comes through, through the law, and Christ died for nothing. Do you guys hear that? You were co-crucified with Christ. Do you know what that means? It's a very weird, weird concept. That means we were pinned to the cross too. Do you guys know that? We were pinned to that cross too. What about us was pinned to that cross? Our flesh, our sins, everything. Anything that's not of the Lord was pinned to that cross so that we would not have to walk in it anymore. You guys know that? You were co-crucified. So if you were co-crucified, then it means we also have to be co-resurrected, right? Yeah. Which we'll talk about later. Think of it this way. Resurrection has to become a spiritual reality to us. Romans 6.11 says, you, must, you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in who? Jesus. Christ Jesus. So, because Jesus... What's going on over here? Oh, Blake. Oh, you're blaming it. <laughs> so, you... Keyword must. Must. You must consider yourselves dead to sin. Hey guys, you're dead to sin. You guys know that? Hey, if we're dead to sin, why are we still walking in it? Why? Why are we still walking in sin if we've already been dead to it? Hmm. 
Hmm, everybody's puzzled. And if we're dead to sin, then we can be alive to Christ. Yes? So, if we're dead to sin, therefore, we're probably not alive to Christ. Am I reaching too far there? Because I don't think I am. That's what it says. The opposite of that is what we're not supposed to be doing. Yes? Die to sin because Jesus died to that sin and you were on that cross with Him. Therefore, we should come alive and be full in Christ. Yes? Stop living that way. Lex, stop living that way. All of you guys, stop living that way. You have opportunity and authority to not... Is it going to be tough? Yeah. Am I speaking as an expert about this? No. Right? I must. I must consider myself dead to sin. Understand? Okay. Here's a cool one. Write this down. The cross is not only a belief. It is an experience. The cross is not just a belief. It's an experience. If I just believe in the cross, what's that going to do for me? If I experience the cross, oh my gosh. Who in here has experienced the cross? Where you knew, like, wow, that was for me. That was for me. Jesus' blood was for me. I was cleansed by that. His body was for me. cross is not only a belief, it's an experience. By faith in the power and the authority of God, we have to acknowledge the reality of the old self has been indeed crucified with Christ. And the new man is ready and able to supply the power to overcome the temptation of sin. Isn't that cool? If I experience the cross, my old self, my old ways have to be dead. Because the Lord says, I am making you a new self. Just like He made a new covenant. He's making me new. By the transforming of my mind, by the transforming of my heart, He's making me new. So that that becomes a reality over my life. So that Jesus becomes a reality over my life. That I experience the cross fully because I look at myself five years ago and I'm like, wow, I am new. And then five years from now, I'll look at this self and be like, wow, I am new. Right? It says in Scripture that he's always replacing a wineskin. Right? So that he can increase our capacity. Correct? Correct? This is good truth tonight, yes? Mm -hmm. Ephesians 3.20 says, He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is is at work in us. That's pretty cool. Yes? And then Colossians 1.27, Christ in you is the hope of glory. If I experience the cross, I'm new. And it's the hope for glory. 
What glory? Heaven. Faith is a catalyst that transforms knowledge into experience. Did you know that you are saved by faith and grace alone? Faith when we believed what the Word of God says about sinners and what the Word of God says about our Savior. We first have to believe what the Lord says, that we are dead to sin, but alive unto God through Jesus. When we have to walk in the newness of life, like Romans 6, 4 says. I walk in the newness of life. Do you know when Jesus died, there was a big eruption that happened on the earth? You know when he died and yelled, it is finished, took his last breath, (laughs) some weird stuff started happening. Right? An earthquake shook the place. Uh, Dead people came out of their tombs. Can't really tell you what that means. Maybe I can tonight. I'm going to tell you what that means tonight. Earth shook. Yes, dead people came out of their tombs. And the veil was split in two. The veil guarding us from the presence of God. Right? When that veil was split in two, then, boom, the glory of God rushed. Rushed out. Some crazy stuff happened. Yes? Big things happened, yes? This was not just an ordinary death. See you guys. This was not just an ordinary death. It's not just the way all death happens. When I die, the earth is not going to shake. Dead people aren't going to come out of their tombs. It's not going to happen. But when the Savior of the entire universe does... Weird stuff happens. Big things happen. When, (laughs) ready? When you die to yourself, big things have to happen in your life. If big things don't happen in your life, where dead things come back to life, yeah? 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 Just like it did back with the weird, the people, yeah? You see that? When he intervenes in your life, dead things come back to life. He turns mourning into dancing. He gives peace to stress. That's who he is. And if he's not that, I'm sorry, I'm lying to you. Good thing I'm not. (laughs) Right? Big things have to happen in my life. If things don't happen in my life, I am not doing it right. Doing it wrong. I'm counterfeit. I'm messed up. And I need to say, Jesus, come into my life so that everything changes. Because He gives victory. If Jesus is victorious over my life, my life has to change. Right? My life has to change. If I was the same person I was when I was 17, it would be a big problem when I was saved. It would be a huge problem. Right? But no. Something changed. Big time. Same thing with you. 
Same thing with you. You can look back and say, wow, I have changed. It's the way it goes. Look back to the day that you were saved. The day you said yes to Jesus, and then look to where you're at now. Do some inventory. Like, oh my gosh. Cool. Right? I mean, I used to just get pissed off all the time. Right? That's who I was. I was just mad, angry. I was sad. I was suicidal. Right? All of these things. Hey, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. When we think of the resurrection as our capacity to live in union with Christ, everything changes. We are co-crucified with Christ. Therefore, we are co-resurrected with Christ if we walk with Him. If we walk with Him. There's always going to be that if. Right? So what I'm trying to say tonight is that the resurrection gives us access to have victory over dead things in our lives and dead things in this world. You guys know that? That's amazing. You have access to walk in that. When Adam and Eve ate of that tree, we all died. When Jesus was hung on that try, oh, dang it. Let me start over. Just, yeah, dang it. Just let me say it again. This is like the best line I've ever come up with. When Adam and Eve ate of that tree, we all died. When Jesus was hung on that tree, we all live. Yeah. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. He gave us access back. He gave us access back. Right? You, you might have read the scripture where Jesus is the new Adam. You guys read this? No? He's the new Adam. Why? Because the first Adam screwed everything up. Jesus had to come make it right again. Hey, I mean, if it wasn't Adam, it was going to be me. So whatever. Right? <laughs> yeah. Adam. I'm sorry, Adam. <laughs> Adam. So, Jesus is the second Adam because he had to make everything right again. He has the final say over humanity again. Yes? Adam had say over humanity in first shot. Now Jesus came and said, I have final say. It is finished. So whatever you're going through tonight, it's finished. It's finished. You guys know that? It's finished. He died for you so that you wouldn't have to suffer anymore. He died for you so that you could walk in the fullness of life. He died for us so that we could magnify Him all the more. That's great news tonight, yes? Easter is way more than Him just coming back from the dead. It's what it gave us access to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's what gave us access to. Yeah, if He didn't come back from the dead, yeah, He's just another guy that died. But He came back from the dead. <laughs> he did. He came back from the dead. 
And he said, I'm taking, I'm taking the reins back. I'm taking authority back. I am coming to conquer. And anything that's in opposition of me loses. That's the way. That's the way it goes. That's what Jesus did. Isn't that cool? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Good. If it wasn't, you got something jacked up with you. Write these scriptures down and read them when you get home. Ready? Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Second Corinthians five fourteen through seventeen. Galatians two twenty through twenty one. First Peter four thirteen through fourteen. First Peter four thirteen through fourteen. Colossians three one through four. Yep. First Corinthians twelve thirteen. Actually I might talk about that one for a second. Colossians Colossians 3, 1 through 4, 1 Corinthians 12, 13. And Romans 6, 3 through 4. See you, Maddie. See ya. Good to meet you, Eric. Bye, guys. Last one. Last one, Romans 6, 3 through 4. Yep. What's the first one? 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 17. Okay, I just want to go over this one real quick. Sec, or sorry, First Corinthians? Yeah, First Corinthians 12, 13. And then we'll close, okay? One verse. That's it. Easy? Yeah. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one Spirit. It wouldn't be a Lex sermon without the Holy Spirit tied into it, right? (laughs) 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 Baptized into one body. Whose body? Jesus' body. We're baptized into one body. In this context, it's not talking about the body of Christ. It's talking about the body, or sorry, let me say it again. In this context, it's not talking about the body of the church, but talking about the body of Christ. We were all baptized into Christ. doesn't matter if we're Jew or Greek, slave or free, we were all made to drink of one spirit, the Holy Spirit. Right? If you're frustrated and you're living in sin, 
You have the Holy Spirit access. He'll convict the crap out of you. He will. He'll convict every ounce of you and say, nope, 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 that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Go this way. Because we were baptized into Jesus, we now have the Spirit to drink from. We now have the Spirit that dwells inside of us. We now have the Spirit to help guide us and to move us away and to keep us away from all temptation. Right? Yeah. Cool. Jesus was hung on a tree so that you could live, so that I could live and live in fullness. Cool? Let me pray for you. So Lord, just thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that um, you did die on a cross and that that didn't keep you away from um, having us back. Uh, That you um, resurrected, that you took authority, that you took the keys, and that you have final say. Jesus, I pray that as we go into, um, into this weekend, that we would have this written all over our hearts and minds as we're in front of our family. We would have this written all over us, Lord, of just remembering who you are and what you've done for us. So, Jesus, we're, we just come thankful tonight. We come thankful tomorrow night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. We come thankful for, for what you did on that day, for what you did on that cross for all of, all of the prophetic that you fulfilled by your life, Jesus. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for being my Savior. Thank you for pouring out your blood for me. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. And in Jesus' name, we all said, Amen. Amen.